Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, steady trying to be about the business, too, y'all. I, I'm, 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 I'm doing all I can. But you know what's crazy? In the efforts that I make, I can do more. You know, my father used to tell me something when I was growing up. He said, son... When you've done your best and you've done all you can, sit still for a second and just do a little bit more. Always remember that. He said, when you've done the best you can and you can done all you can think of, he said, sit still for a minute and do some more. And you know what I've discovered in my life? Always have a little more. I ain't ever just out, out, out. Completely. I can't take another step. There ain't another breath in me. There ain't ain't another thought I can produce. I'm never completely out, man. Just take a rest for a minute, man. And then just do a little bit more. And that, that I can't tell you how many times that's helped me get over the top. You know, I was watching a, a documentary about people climbing uh, Mount Everest and how difficult climbing Mount Everest was. And how uh, they have on the hill something called like a death zone or killing zone where the majority of people run out of oxygen and they have to turn back. Well, what's crazy is it's, it's right in view of the summit. You can actually see the top of Mount Everest from there. But it's, but it's that little bit that's left that's just most difficult. Now, I, I, I forgot all the reasons why they said most people don't make it from there and, 
more people have lost their lives in that area. I, I don't know what it is. But the people that make it to the top of Mount Everest, they all had to go through that same zone or that same area. But they had a little bit more that allowed them to get to the top. You know, a lot of people have had accidents up there trying that, so I'm not even really sure if Mount Everest analogy is a good one. But let's just break it down a little bit more. Let's just talk about life. There's a poem I learned uh, back when I was pledging. It's called Don't Quit. It goes like this. If I make a mistake, I'm, I'm just trying to drum it up. So here we go. It says, when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when your funds are low and your debts are high, when you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when cares are pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't quit. For life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us must sometimes learn. And many a fellow has turned about when he might have won had he stuck it out. So don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems to a faint and a faltering man. And often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learns too late when the night came down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. It's your silver tint of your clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you mustn't quit. I remember it because I had a special method of helping you remember stuff back then, but I remembered it. And that poem right there has kept me. You know, I've, we often talk about scripture and, and everything, and, and I, don't, I don't see how I could live without it. But every now and then, man, somebody has a writing. God puts a writing on somebody's heart that delivers a message, man, that can help people. I use every motivational tool that I possibly can to climb this ladder of success or try to be the best father and the best husband I can be. I've done a lot of changing over the years, and so have you. But change is necessary in order to grow. If you don't make changes, folks, you can't grow. I was a young man on my set. I kept looking at him, man, a sharp little young dude just on my set. And he had these dreads, and I mean, they were, I, they were super long, man. They were well below the middle of his back. I mean, it was just long. And he kept talking to me, and he kept talking to me and talking to me. So a young man kept talking to me, and I said, hey, man, you know, you do your a huge self a favor in the business you're in if you got a haircut. You would do yourself a huge favor. I said, your image is everything, man. I said, you keep stopping me in the hallway to try to tell me what you're doing, what you are. But all I see is your hair. And I keep trying to figure out what you're doing with all that hair, man. Now, you can feel how you want to feel, but I'm like an employer. I employ people. So when I'm walking through the hallway and I try to think of you traveling with me and you sitting in a meeting with me, I try to imagine you in your suit sitting there talking business with me. And so just like other employers are, I'm just having a real story with you. So I said, man, you ought to consider cutting your hair. He said, man, Mr. Harvey, I've been growing his hair since I was a little boy. 
I said, how old are you now? He said, 28. I said, well, how long you want to hang on to what you was when you was a little boy? You know, if you started growing your hair when you were a teenager, I mean, you're 28 now. What we, and I said, so let me help you understand something. Let me, let me ask you something. What does it do for you? He said, man, it's just who I am. It's, 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 it's. I said, so you your hair? He said, no, no, but it's a part of me. I say, that part of you that you're hanging on to, what does it do for you? I just like it. Well, dog, I like ice cream. But if, eat that, but if I hang on to ice cream and eat ice cream every single day, my body going to reflect that. What is it that you hanging on to that you don't want to let go of that's prohibiting you from being what all you can be? See, it's hard to be what all you can be if you want to keep being all you was. Don't that make sense to you? So I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've had to change. Change is necessary to grow. You can't be all you can be if you want to keep hanging on to all you was. That don't make no sense. How do you go forward if you keep going backwards? You can't stay here and go there. Do you understand that? If you want to go over there, you must remove yourself from right here. Oh, I got right here is comfortable. I got right here is safe. But over there is where the shade is. Over there is where the fruit is. Over there is where the opportunity is. Over there is where the mountain of gold is. So why you stuck on here? You got to leave here to go over there. You can't be all you can be if you want to stay stuck on who you was. Change is growth is necessary, y'all. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about time for us to strike the match, light the fire, get on up in blaze. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Share the strawberry. Hey, good morning. Yes, it is, baby. Yes, it is. Carla Pharrell. Check, baby. I am here. Good morning, crew. Ladies and gentlemen, King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Yeah, yeah, in the building, baby. I'm here. And I'm none here. Right other here. than that damn Steve Harvey. You introduced <laughs> yourself? <laughs> bring him out, bring him out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How everybody doing, Dave? Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. Committed mm-hmm. and dedicated to not having this man return as the president of the United States. Say that. We I with like you. That. We're committed. I with like you. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm committed to that man. That don't We're make no damn one. sense. Mm-hmm. I can't do four more years of this. I just can't. <laughs> like, like your grandma. You say my nerves is bad. Yeah. yeah. It's like being in a bad marriage, <laughs> a bad relationship. I can't. Yes. I can't. Gotta I get can't. out now. Get out. Yeah. Don't yeah. stay man. in there too long. No, Get this right out. here. Ain't nobody fooling me. I'm woke. Yeah. Stay I see stay. what's happening. Uh-huh. I know everything is his fault. And the, the, the way we are handling this COVID-19 is utterly ridiculous. We are a fourth of the cases. We are a fourth of the deaths. And we are 4% of the world population. You can't tell me that ain't got nothing to do with leadership, and I don't care what he say. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steve Hart Morning Show one more time. Give it to me. Give it, give it to me. <laughs> give and it Steve, to you. you got it. And do you know he held a whole news conference yesterday and barely, 
barely mentioned COVID-19, barely. The, the crux of it was just talking about Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Well, that's because, because he was upset. Joe Biden had delivered a speech yesterday in yeah, Wilmington, Delaware. Yeah. And so he, not to be outdone, yeah. he on campaign in the yeah. Rose Garden. But and that's all because he only cares about himself. Yeah, yes. be talking about COVID nineteen and what we're gonna do and mm-hmm. and he all should of that. Be, as he a should be trying right. to provide leadership in the COVID nineteen. He should be trying to develop some type of rapport and mm-hmm. show some type of empathy towards Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. His only response to that is white people get killed by police too. That's what he told Talk CBS about them. News. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Talk about your mess. All this is your mess. Everything yeah. that's happened since you've been in there. Let's talk about that. It's an epic well, fail, an epic failure, his leadership. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he doesn't believe that. And, no. and with everything in him, he's trying to win. He's only caring about Absolutely. winning this election in November. That's where and his total focus is. That party with those conservative values because he says he has those values, which he has none of, mm-hmm. as convinced them that he does. And he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. Only values he has is self-value. He has nothing else. And win value. All right. Listen, uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, our favorite segment. We're starting to just really, really love this as much as you, Steve. Get ready to ask the CLO. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, CLO is so popular now. That's why we have it right here, because everybody's talking about your relationship advice. It is time now for Ask the CLO. This one is from Curtis in South Philly. Curtis. Uh, Curtis. Curtis. Curtis is 33 years old. He says he's been dating a woman for three years that I have nothing in common with. I stay with her because her sex is mesmerizing. She is boring beyond belief, and she is very quiet unless we're in the bedroom. I can't get her to dress sexy, wear makeup, or have a glass of wine with me, but when she's turned on, she's an entirely different woman. I agree with whatever she says, so she won't take the sex away. Now she's asking what's next for us, meaning marriage. Uncle Steve, can a marriage work if all we have in common is great sex? I can promise you it can't. I can promise you with everything in me, it ain't. Because it's too many times when you're not having sex. Mm. It's way more times when you're not. How about just when you sleep? How about when you at work? When you, what about when y'all down at the bank? What about when y'all talking to the kids? What about on your way to school? What about when you're down at happy hour? What about when you're in there having a discussion with your boss? What about all the other times? What about when you're playing sports? What about when you just want to watch TV? Because, you know, that's going to happen, you know. You're going to want to just watch TV sometimes. Sometimes, man, you go get sick. Sometimes, man, you're just going to need some friends to come over and have a good time. All that's without sex. And you ain't done it while is. you were sick. You ain't never done it while you were sick. It has brought me through many illnesses. <laughs> has cured you. <laughs> I, doggone it. If I, if I just have some sex, I'm going to feel better. <coughs> Got all of that. And He's I understand, brother. Her, but you have nothing in common. He's not trying to change. She don't want to wear no makeup. She don't want to do nothing. She get in that rack, though. Whoop. Showtime. 
And he says he agrees with whatever she said, so she won't take it away. All right, Steve, this one's from Jewel in Memphis, Tennessee. She said, I was supposed to get married in June, but I called the wedding off, and here's why. My fiancé has four kids by four different women. I have one child. We were attempting to blend our families, but he told me I could not reprimand his kids. He told me that each one of his kids has a mama, and that's their job. But when it comes to my 14-year-old son, he's very hard on him and says he is a mama's boy and he acts too soft. I don't play about my son, and I'm not about to play with his kids either, period. He wants to work things out. Do you think it's possible to fix this? Well, this is doomed if that's the stand that both of you are going to take. If he's saying you can't reprimand his kids because they got mamas, and you saying he can't reprimand yours, he too hard, but then he calling your boy mama's boy. I mean, where y'all at? Y'all, so y'all's marriage is doomed because of the children. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't see eye to eye on a very, very important, a very, very important piece of uh, issue. Now, let me say this to you. They gonna be your kids forever. Hello. <laughs> so these, this stuff don't go away even when they 18. Don't I know that I know? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Have we all learned that? <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so this is doomed from the beginning. Yeah, but this it is, sounds this like is not she, good. she wanted to blend, but he was unbendable. Wow, you know, man, and look, and you know, your son may be a mama's boy because you say, when it comes to my son, I don't play. And you probably got him in a mama's boy position and he recognizes that. But he can't ask you to have these kids with him and you can't say nothing to him. Exactly. That's unfair because when they come to your house, you the queen. Right. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Dell in Kansas, CLO, says, I'm a 25-year-old grad student, and my aunt let me stay with her during the quarantine. I moved in in March, and I gave her $300 a month to help with groceries. I got laid off at the end of June. I told my aunt and asked her if I could give her a little less each month because I didn't want to use all my savings. She told me that was unacceptable, and she stopped speaking to me. It's... (laughs) It's very tense at home, but I have nowhere to go. My mom lives in the Bahamas with her boyfriend, so I can't go there. I can't go back to the dorm yet. So how can I fix this situation with my aunt? Wow. You got to go on cut into that savings, homie. Oh, she childish, yeah. but she on the only reason you staying that's for that for that financial aid package she getting. Now, she love you, but not that damn much. You ain't nothing but the nephew. I know you ain't into my refrigerator right now. You ain't yeah. getting me no that's so I- Show ass oh. out my refrigerator. You don't think that's mean? Oh, it's absolutely yeah. mean. And she yeah. dead wrong. I mean, absolutely. everybody getting something from the government to try to get mm-hmm. through this tough time. And and you're a student. You're a grad student. She should understand that. But yeah. she don't. She want that 300 Now you see why you was asked to come over there in the first place. That's 300 mm-hmm. No, you eating the same amount of groceries, using the same lights in here, and getting the same amount of sleep. And that's how she looking at. She wrong for that. Very. I think I think you should go to her and just say, Aunt, can we talk? Look, I love you and I really appreciate what you're doing from I got no place else to go, but all I could afford was a three hundred a month. And now that I'm cause of COVID, I'm not working right now. I just need a little help. I promise you when I get back I'll yeah. make it up to you. Where's her compassion? She now you gotta like be careful kind of next time she brings the plate to the table because she's gonna spit <laughs> in your food. 
Steve. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hell, she ain't speaking to him. Over 300. She went and asked the aunt, could she give her a little less each month because she lost her job? All of that. I mean, come on. That's just... I, I just think she lacks compassion, the aunt. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes for sure. Do unto just... others as you would have them do unto yeah. you. Yeah, because you might need sure. help one day. And her ass old now. Yeah. <laughs> Too <laughs> old to not be speaking to yeah, her. Yeah, write uh, it down. So, you know, yeah. when she go to the home, you Relative. ain't got to go down there. Mm-mm-mm. She's going to remember that auntie. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a grad student, or he's a grad student. Yeah. They're not a loser. They, I right. know. All right. Uh, thank you, CLO, as always, uh, for that great advice. Coming up next, nephew Tommy with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national news. And in today's entertainment news, did you guys hear about this? Tamara Maui Housley uh, just kept it real and uh, announced that she is leaving The Real, the TV show. Wow. Uh, plus another star Whoa. from the TV show Empire has been arrested for serious domestic violence charges. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? You were out yesterday. Iceman Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Iceman <laughs> Productions. Now, your uncle introduced it yesterday. He didn't do all of that, just so How you did know. he do? Steve. Show him how you did it, Steve. This is uh, Iceman Productions. Yeah, he did a oh. sexy. Yeah. Oh, he was sexy. Okay, ice, okay, 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 yeah, okay. See, what I try to do is have different levels to it, Tommy, because all yours is angry prank intro. <laughs> Not intro. Iceman <laughs> Productions. Get your draws out. I'm a Steve. Iceman <laughs> Productions. Okay, let me let me try this. Ice. I don't like that. Ice. Iceman Productions. He can't do it, Steve. You can't do it. I told y'all. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jay uh, Karee. Jay Jay that it? Jay Yes. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good, good. Listen, my name is Iceman with Iceman Productions. Uh, mm-hmm. I got my own record label. I, I, I've stumbled upon a CD here. I'm, a, I'm assuming this is your demo. Do you, you have a demo that's out right now? Yes, I do. All right, with a, with a couple songs on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I am um, actually putting together a female group. One of my employees gave me your stuff, and I've been listening to it. I like the tune. I like the vibe. And uh, wanted to see if if that's something of interest to you, if you'd like to maybe be in a a female group. What kind of female group? Four females in one group. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think that could be workable. Okay, okay. Um, Hold on one second. Okay. Who is that? That's Diddy? Tell Diddy I'll call him back. Tell him I'm working on this group I talked to him about. Okay. Sorry about that. Hello? Okay. You, uh, you listen to me? Yes, I am. Okay, good deal. So listen, if you don't mind, could you, uh, and I know I'm catching you off guard like this here, you know, uh, Iceman, really, I really don't normally get on the phone and call people, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm heavy about this group and, and getting it out. I got Puff Daddy on my butt about it, and, uh, you know, he's one of the producers on this thing, and I'm trying to really bring this thing to a head. So why don't you do me a favor if you can, if you don't mind. Uh, take right? Yes. Could you could you possibly maybe uh, uh, sing something for me real quick so I can just you know I just want to hear straight from the straight from your your mouth to my ear if you don't mind. Just anything, okay. There's a hero. If you look inside your heart, 
You don't have to be afraid yeah. of what you are. There's an answer if you reach into your soul. Take that, take that. And the sorrows that you know will melt away. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Who is that? Tank? Tell Tank I got his solo. Tell him I'm going to listen to it. Tell him I'm working on a female group right now. Tell him I get back at it. Hello? Uh, uh, I, I, I apologize for all the interruptions. Okay. That was good. That was good. Can you give me, maybe give me a little something else real quick? Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of... Real quick, how old are you, darling? I'm 29. 29. Okay, okay, good deal. And uh, what, what, if you don't mind, what size are you? I, I, I don't have a, uh, a picture on the, uh, on the demo. Uh, about size three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. Okay. Uh, give me, give me, give me, give me if you can, uh, maybe, maybe uh, do something else for me. Okay. Uh, you, got, you got anything like maybe you can marry Jay Blige it up for me a little bit, you know? Uh, let's see. What about Keisha Cole? Keisha Cole? I'm good with that. Let's do that. Let me hear that. You can wait your whole life trying to change what the feeling from what it's been. You may have got your heart broken a few times in the past. It never lasts as strong as it used to. Don't feel as good as it used to before. And everything you used to say, thing you used to do, went right out the door. Ooh, and more you'll be the one. That's what you tell everyone around you. And you know they've heard it all before. What more can you say? Yeah, yeah, Iceman like that. Iceman like that. Iceman likes that. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, listen, um, how do you feel about uh, flying up to uh, to New York maybe in a couple of weeks so I can put all you guys together? Oh, that's cool. You like that? Yeah. All right, all right. You excited about it? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, uh, uh, let me let you know this. The name of the group is the Lingeries. The Lingeries. And, um... I, th I think you guys are going to work out well once we get you locked down. And that'll be four. So we have four girls that make up the lingeries, you know? Okay. They're real pretty girls? Oh, oh, oh you got, I mean, you know, they, they're great. I need you to send me uh, some pictures as well. Okay. Can you do that? I got a headshot. Yeah, I got a headshot. Okay. Well, listen, I, I am going to need a headshot. But like I say, the name of the group is the lingeries. Uh, so is there a way you can send me something of you in some lingerie? What? Is, is, is there a way you can send me, you know? Wait, 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 wait. You want me to send you a picture of me in my lingerie? Exactly. Because, see, this is what, uh, when you guys actually perform, you're actually going to be going out on stage in your lingerie. Hold on. Wait. What you talking about? I'm trying Come to down. get you to send me a picture in your lingerie so you can be a part of this I group. You got the you voice for it. no damn lingerie. You know what? How the hell are you going to call me telling me to sing and in my lingerie and get on stage? That's what we're doing, baby. That's what the lingeries do. No. Hell no. What kind of you a crazy Who you? Where you get my number and name from? Where you get my CD from? I told you one of my people that worked for me gave me your demo. I checked it oh. out. I like, I like, I like what you was doing. And hey, I'm giving you a shot. You, you let me tell you something. You'll you never a be shot. a star. You'll never be a star if you're gonna have all these obstacles in your way. You. Excuse me. You. Who you think you're talking to? I'm talking to your. You need to you send me a picture in your lingerie. Is what you need you to crazy do. You don't be calling me with this. You send me a picture in your lingerie. I ain't sending you. I want a picture of you in your drawers. You ain't getting. I got a problem with that. You don't. Okay. You don't want to be a star. You don't know what it takes to be a star. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, because I do. If you and did, you know what? You... I'm going to be a star. How you gonna do it if you ain't part of the lingerie? Cause I'm not a pornographic star, you idiot. I got one more thing I need to say to you though. What? 
Is you listening? What do you want? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just you got pranked by your my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I am so mad. Oh, I can't wait till he get home. He ain't getting <laughs> home. Lingerie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have never been punked in my life. <laughs> Try to watch my language, but you know, <laughs> you made me mad. <laughs> I bet you he won't see me in no lingerie for about four or five months. <laughs> Since he got game. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, baby. Tell me this. What is, what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about them draws, Shirley. I'm about oh, them draws. Oh, my God. Lingerie. Thank you, nephew. Thank you. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's entertainment news, Tamara Maury Housley announced yesterday that she is leaving her TV show, The Real. She plays one of the co-hosts, or she is one of the co-hosts, I should say. Tamara has been on the show since the beginning when it included Tamar Braxton, Lonnie Love, Adrian Balon, and Jeannie Mai. But yesterday, Tamara posted an Instagram that she's been with the show for seven years, and her friendships with her co-hosts and the interviews that she's been blessed to be a part of will last a lifetime. But all good things, she says, must come to an end. Uh, Tamara went on to say that she is looking forward to her next opportunities and spending more time with her family. So that's good. I mean, of course she'll be missed. Um, yeah, well, so what they do? Yeah, audition. She chose family, though. Yeah. They audition yeah. new people now? Filling that slot? I don't well, because they lost Amanda Seals as well. But yeah. you want to be on it? <laughs> No, I, I got, I'm, I'm ready to love. I'm just going to stay focused on it. <laughs> that's your I'm own TV it. show. But I, I mean, like that's, the real. I like yeah, the show. And, and, I like the real. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's usually how it works when someone leaves. They fill the slot with someone else. Yeah. I'm not Kanye. Like, I stay in my lane. <laughs> seven, seven years must be the magic number because that's where I was going after seven. <laughs> well, anyway, we will miss Tamara. And we yet, as, to her. answer your question, they do replace you with someone else. Yeah, on TV. <laughs> yeah, just want to let you know that. As a TV man. Huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 several times. Yeah. Stick around long enough. Yeah. Okay. Or they get another sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to fill that slot. Yeah. Well, in other news, this is a crazy story right here. Empire star Brashear Gray, better known as Hakeem Lyon, that was the youngest Lyon uh, son. Uh, yes. He was arrested. Oh, oh. Yeah, he was oh, arrested. New Edition. He played New Edition, too? Yes, yes he, he did. did. He okay. sure yes, he did. did. He, he played Michael Mike Bivens. Yeah. Yeah. He was arrested Sunday night on a domestic violence charge. Uh, police in Goodyear, Arizona, that's right outside of Phoenix, um, responded to a 911 call from his wife who said she had been assaulted by her husband. Now, I didn't even know he was married. I, I, didn't, I, I never knew that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when officers arrived, Gray barricaded himself inside the home for about nine hours and refused to come out and speak with police. Uh, the SWAT team and crisis negotiators uh, were called in and he eventually surrendered without incident. He is charged with assault and disorderly conduct. And I mean, what a bizarre, crazy story! Can't, you really? can't jump on your wife, no. Yeah, no. Well, jump on no lady. Period, man. Yeah. You cannot okay. do that. So, what do they know about the story so far? 
Well, so far I they mean, know. It, that, not that you need any more domestic violence. It's, right. It's, uh, it's horrific. It, it's it's yeah, all really the, the, yeah. the, 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 the wrong. Right. Well, so far, you know, they were fighting. His wife ran out to a gas station nearby. Uh, she asked for help. Uh, they took her to the, to the hospital. Uh, they Then they um, went to arrest Brashear. That's when they went to arrest him, but his wife was already in the hospital. She suffered minor injuries. He suffocated, he suffocated her until she passed out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. What? I, I, I know. That, that is a this horrific is story. serious. Come on. Yeah. Well, bro, see, I don't know. Look, look, let me just say this about it. To all young men listening, to all grown men listening, it's just not the way to handle it, man. Abusing a woman is wrong on so many levels. Yeah. It, there is there is no correct way to do it, and there is no justification for it. If you're a man, you're a man. Mm-hmm. You know, now if you're defending your life, that's a whole nother thing. But anything else, man, it's, 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 it's just unacceptable. It's, it just yeah. is, man. In the eyes of, of, of most men that I know, too. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You stronger. You got you got you got to be better than that, man. You can't you can't get that mad and put your hands on a woman. You That's just can't right. do that, That's bro. That's right. All right, Steve. Let's move on now. It's time to get caught up on today's news headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. The Democratic Party's presumptive presidential nominee—that's Joe Biden, of course—he is putting out his first TV ad for the general election, and it's being launched in the traditional red state of Texas, where recent polls suggest at least. Now, a surprisingly tight race. Biden's ad is part of a six-figure multi-state rollout that deals with the skyrocketing number of coronavirus cases in the country, how that's affecting the economy and everything else, especially in the mostly Republican South. In fact, Texas has become political volatile in recent weeks because of that situation. And a recent Dallas Morning News survey shows Joe Biden leading Donald Trump by five points, at least again, that's just now. Joe Biden also, by the way, vowing to spend $2 trillion to shift the country away from greenhouse gas emitting energy if elected, saying he'd like to see zero emission electric vehicles, the construction of more energy efficient homes, including public housing units, something Biden says would be good for the people as well as the planet. When Donald Trump thinks about climate change, the only word he can muster is hoax. When I think about climate change, the word I think of is jobs. And Biden said he would make sure that those jobs are available if he's elected president. Trump, meanwhile, has signed an executive order that will end the special treatment given to Hong Kong. Trump has cited China's recent moves to clamp down on freedoms in the former British colony. Uh, Hong Kong had been a semi-autonomous business reason for years and years and years. So since that's changing, Trump says the U.S. is going to change, too. Today I signed legislation and an executive order to hold China accountable for its oppressive actions against the people of Hong Kong. The Hong Kong Autonomy Act passed unanimously through Congress. This law gives my administration powerful new tools to hold responsible the individuals and the entities involved in extinguishing Hong Kong's freedom. Trump says that Hong Kong will now be treated the same way as mainland China. Washington, D.C. football team, you know the one, has officially dropped its controversial team name, considered racist by Native Americans, even though Donald Trump says Native Americans won't like the removal of it. That's what he says in a statement. The team says it will retire the moniker. As for its new name, some of the possible new ones mentioned the Red Wolves, 
the Warriors, even the Red Tails, which of course would be a homage to the homage to the legendary Tuskegee pilots because they call their planes and units Red Tails. Some of the team's major sponsors like FedEx and Pepsi, they also support the name change. And finally, yeah, today the deadline to file your income taxes. You got to get it in or file your paperwork electronically by midnight tonight or request an extension on the IRS website. Kisses. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Justice for Breonna Taylor, say her name. Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams was arrested during a massive demonstration outside the home of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who has yet to file criminal charges against the Louisville cops involved in Breonna's death. Portia was hauled away from Cameron's home with her wrists and zip ties as protesters chanted Brianna's name. Louisville PD tells us that Portia was cited for criminal trespass, disorderly conduct, and intimidating a participant in legal process. Portia was one of hundreds of people arrested at the protest, along with Love & Hip Hop star Yandy Smith and reality uh, TV star and activist uh, Tamika Mallory. As you know, Kentucky's AG has been under fire for quite a while now for posting pictures of his engagement party instead of drilling down on the case. Uh, with no arrests or charges in the case, protests have continued in and around Louisville. It's been more than four months since three Louisville cops served a no-knock warrant at the wrong address, mind you, shooting and killing Breonna Taylor in her own home. Mm. Brianna Taylor, say her, her name. name. Yeah. Say her name, baby. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. What is taking so long? The the judicial system is doing what it always does. Looks like it's a allowing the police to get their act together. Okay, so when they come out, they'll all be on the same page. Oh, so maybe they a cover are, up, huh? Yeah, oh, well, the objective is for no police officer to have to suffer any time for performing an act of duty. Mm-hmm. That's that's the goal. Mm-hmm. But you at the wrong house, and the man that you was looking for was in jail. What, 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 there's no answer to this. No, I mean, look, it's foul. It's a huge debacle on the police department's part. Now, yeah. a woman is dead because, because of a mistake of they made. Uh-huh. Exactly. Right. A huge mistake that they made. And now you don't get to say, oh, I'm sorry, my bad, exactly. and somebody has lost their life. You don't get to do that. And you don't get to say, well, we don't know exactly who fired the fatal shot. You don't get to say that everybody was there. Mm-hmm. In real life, it don't matter who fired a shot. If you wit the people that commit the crime, your ass is guilty too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called mandatory police sentencing. We just need to have them accountable for the same laws they are sworn and paid to uphold. Mm-hmm. You can't swear to uphold the, the law and then be allowed to break it. Yeah. And I'm That's right. They do it all the officer. time. Yeah. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, uh, wow. Nick Cannon, um, our friend, friend of the show, Nick Cannon is fired from Wild and Out. We'll talk about uh. it right after this. We'll see what happens. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, wow. Nick Cannon has come under fire after a conversation on his podcast, Cannon's Class, uh, was deemed to contain racist and anti-Semitic language. Um, the June 30th episode, which was flagged by a Jewish blogger on Sunday, contained a 90-minute 90 90 interview between Nick and former Public Enemy member Richard Griffin, best known by his stage name, Professor Griff. In the interview, uh, Nick made comments that were said to spread views of anti-Semitism. Uh, Nick was dropped by media giant Viacom CBS on Tuesday. Uh, they said in a statement, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind, and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic uh, conspiracy theories. Nick uh, is tweeted and uh, he posted a statement as well. I Wow. What did Nick say? This is, this is kind of... He said, um, anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We are living in a time when it is more important than ever to promote unity and understanding. That's what Nick said. In part. Yeah. Because yeah, he tweeted. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's tough to watch uh, people's careers taken from them when they make yeah. Cancel a mistake. culture is what we're living and, in. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, man. One, one line, and, I, and, and trust me, I don't even know what he said. I do not even know what the comment is. I'm just making a comment saying, it's tough, man, to watch people's whole career get taken away when they make a mistake. And I do know Nick. I do not know him to be a hateful person in any way. Right. He's always been one of the coolest dudes, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know what was said, but at then, we also live in a climate, man, where everybody's on their toes right now. And I. And you have to learn in this business and any business that anti-Semitic rhetoric, cause they have watchdog and rightfully so. I wish black people monitored our culture the same way. Come on, come I'm on. I'm telling you, man, because we don't. Say that again, Steve, say that again. I wish black people monitored our culture the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. If we had watchdogs, every time somebody call one of our women out they name mm-hmm. or said in a N-word. damn song or anything. Yeah. You know, I wish I wish we monitored our culture and cared about our our mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. And, 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 and things that's important to us as our culture the way the Jewish community does. And so look in in in, in, in light of this climate, man, you, you gotta be you gotta be smart. And 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 I dig Nick Cannon too, man. And I and, oh, and I yeah. hate this is happening mm-hmm. to him. And once again, I'm making this statement not knowing what he said at all. Let me ask you this: well, what, what happens to a brother that has a show like Wild and Out? What happens to his show? Because he he created that show, didn't he? I think so. I think he is part of the creator and executive producer, producer. Right. And host, yeah. and, and the host, all, yeah, all right. of that. All and then he also that. hosts The Mass Singer. Don't forget about that. Right. Yeah. And a radio show. Yeah, right? and he has a radio show that's doing very well as well. Well, I I hope he can recover from this. Okay, now I just read what was said. Mm-hmm. I just read what Nick Cannon yeah. said. Yeah. I'm not going it's to read it everywhere. on this mm-hmm. show. I'm not gonna do it. 
here is the dilemma that we face now. We're in a climate where we have to be careful. Politically correct. We're in a climate, man, of political correctness. Mm-hmm. We're in the Me Too movement climate. Right. We're in the Black Lives Matter climate. And we're in the climate where we have a president who don't care nothing about black lives, who don't care nothing about the gay community, who don't care nothing about immigrants. He don't care nothing about DACA. This man don't care nothing about banning Muslims. This man right here don't care nothing about the COVID. So when you got that up coming from the top, man, it it, it don't take much, y'all. It just don't. Yeah, wow. Um, Well, we're going to switch gears here. Coming up next, nephew in the building for the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, the cookie lady is back in town. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. The cookie lady is back in town. Wait till you hear that. All right, but right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Hey, draws at the retirement home. What? Draws at the retirement home. Guess you couldn't say that one sexy like Steve, huh? Draws <laughs> at the retirement home. Surely he's not sexy. I know, but even that wouldn't work sexy, you think? Draws at the retirement home. Say it, Steve. He ain't got to say I'll let. You know, uh, I know it's going to throw y'all a little bit into something, but just to prove to you that love has no limit, we're going to be talking about draws down at the senior citizen home. Woo! <laughs> Oh, oh that sound God. better than me? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry. Try. Sounds sounds bigger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Try. Hey. Sounds try. sexy. It's just okay. Sexy. There you go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come hey, on. ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be slowing it down a little bit, and we're on our way to the draws at the retirement home. He can't do it, Carly. He can't do it. Let's go, cat dog. Yo. Oh yeah. Who's this? Who is this? This is attorney David. David who? Uh-huh. All right, this is Anthony. Anthony, I was giving you a call. You used to work at the uh, uh, senior center, am I right? Yes. Okay, we got a bit of a problem here. Uh, are you familiar with Miss? Yes. Yes. Older lady, that, that, that uh, a Caucasian lady that's here at the center? Yes. Okay, now we got a problem. I know you retired in uh, in December, but uh, there's cleaning out her room, cleaning up her room. There's been some uh, men's underwear found here, and she's saying that it's yours. Well, then you got a problem because I don't know where the lady lives at. No, here here at the center, sir. They're claiming well, that. Then at the center, you find the ladies of men underwear said it was mine or whoever and whatever and whatever. Now, I don't waste my time with that shit. If you're going to call somebody, call somebody, get it straightened out. But don't waste my time with you. Have a nice day. Wait just a minute, sir. I don't yeah. want to have to get officials to come down there. <laughs> Hello? Yes, sir, Mr. It's just, it's, it's turn. Listen, I don't want, I want, I want to try to do this without your wife finding out, but we need, I got a few questions I need to ask. You, tell your wife to pump it, you, man. Don't mess with me. You're wasting my time. Come on, <laughs> call it back, dog.
this is Doris. Please enjoy the music until I answer your call. That's right. Hello? Doris, it's time. Yes. Boy, he didn't cuss us out, but he keep hanging up. So, uh-huh. so I need I need you to help me out. I want you to um call from your phone. Uh huh. And put us on three way and say, hey, you need to talk to these people. Okay. Hello. Hello. This is Doris. Tony's right here. Um, I told him about the situation with. So I just want him to clear it up so you can stop calling him. Okay. Yes, I, 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 this is a, attorney David. Is he available? Where I can speak with him. Sure. Hold on a second. David. David who? Hello. Hello, Mr. Uh, Tony, Anthony? Yeah. Could you possibly tell me what's going on, uh, why we would find your, your underwear in Miss F***'s uh, in her room? <laughs> how you know it wasn't your underwear? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir? I say how I know it ain't your underwear. Sir, I don't. I didn't work here. The, young, the lady is saying that it's actually your underwear that's been in her room here at the retirement home. Well, man, you got the wrong one. Well, this is a bad time to be messing with me. And where is you at anyway? Sir, I'm down here at my office right now. And where your office at? Do you need to come and see me? Yeah, I need to come see you. Where your office at? What seems to be the situation? Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hostile. Uh, you're sounding very hostile right now, sir. Yeah, well, I'm a hostile individual. Okay. You well, calling me something about some old, old lady? You go call me about somebody. Call me something about one of you. Say yo, yeah. Sir, you're going to watch your tone, and you're going to talk to me like you got some sense. Man, I ain't got to watch nothing. I'm an old man. I ain't got to do but die. I don't even pay taxes. What you want? Uh, you want to do something, you go ahead and only do it. But don't be calling my number no more. Okay. Well, I want to tell you this, sir. Yes? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You have been prank phone called by your girl that's standing right there with you, Doris. You know what? I ought to kick both of y'all. <laughs> Why you do that, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Huh? Man, you know, this ain't no good time for me, man. My, I don't have time, man. You messing with me. Where you at, man? Man, I'm, 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 I'm in the studio. I'm in New York City, man. Oh, New York. Well, you get a chance when you're going back to Philly, you stop through Trenton. <laughs> let me holler at you for real. Yeah. Hey, put your picture on TV so I see what, know what you look like next time I see you. <laughs> Oh, oh man, dude, you got you got it, but you must don't know this woman. You got the wrong one. You, you should have had somebody else. It ain't gonna work. This is a woman, man. I know she couldn't get that off of nobody because she's crazy as hell. All right, well, I got something for Miss Doris. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you one more thing, Mr. Anthony. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? Man, you know what it is. See you all morning, show. <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> all right. <laughs> now you have it. Oh, Draw. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't live too far. Don't worry. You no. always do. Yes. Man. Playing with <laughs> Elderly people. I know. I play with people, kids. <laughs> I play with the doorman at an apartment building. I don't care. Church okay? people. I don't people. care. <laughs> if I had Trump's number, I swear I'd prank him. I ain't lying to you. Oh, I do. Hey, I wish hey. you would. Oh, yeah. Okay. That'd let's be your last it. prank. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you think that'll be my last one? I swear <laughs> yeah. I'd do it. 
I think they be at your door. Hey, lying to y'all do it. Boy, Secret you had service. FBI at your damn door. Uh-huh, Secret <laughs> Service, black suits, sunglasses, all of that. A lot of things be over for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, hey, man, give me that number to that red phone. I swear I call that red phone. I ain't lying, I call it. Yeah. Hope I you call enjoy it. Because <laughs> it be your last damn prank on this show. Why? That's what I Hey, we find your ass right after that. Uh-huh. This prank was no collusion. It was just a fun <laughs> prank. It was something to do. All I did was call and say we're McDonald's and we can't sell you any more burgers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it my imagination or is his hair whiter now? His hair was uh, a little more blonde. The eyebrows no, are definitely whiter. No, the no, eyebrows. No, no. He, yeah. he's more orange. Oh, he's more orange. So it made his yeah. hair look whiter. I wouldn't say orange. I'd go with tangerine. Because I wouldn't go with orange. every president, usually their hair turns white while they're in office, especially yes. if they get to make it for four, uh, eight years, two terms. Well, he worried about going to jail. Oh. Mm. That's a whole nother white color. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to prior presidents, they just had the stress of the job. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He got to go, as my husband would say, to the bank. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then he got See, he worried about who fitting the at it. He's fitting to write a book. Cohen fitting to write a book. Roger yeah. Stone gonna put it in the inquiry. It's just yes, yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is heavy. That is true. It is real deep. Which says we still have to get out and vote. Yeah, yeah. These are jokes, but yeah, it, the serious business is getting out to vote. Every time you get a chance, and especially in November for the general election. Early vote. Early say it, voting. what we used to say yeah. in Chicago when I was little. Come on, Vote, Shirley, vote early, it. vote often. <laughs> vote early, <laughs> vote often. <laughs> All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, the cookie lady is back in town. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read that one right here, right now. That's what we're going to do. Buckle up and hold on mm-hmm. tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, the cookie lady is back in town. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 43-year-old woman, and I have a small group of friends who have all known each other since high school. We've been strict about quarantining, so we agreed to meet once a week for drinks and dinner. It's really helped us feel better and maintain a sense of normalcy with all the craziness going on in the world. About a month ago, another girl who went to high school uh, with us moved back into town. But there's just one problem. She's slept with all of our husbands. Yes, all of them. Okay. This girl was very promiscuous in high, yeah, she was very promiscuous in high school and was known for being the girl that all the guys went to for some easy cookie. She even gave a cookie away when she was in college. So now me and the group are concerned because she reached out to us and said that she would love to be in our weekly gatherings. The problem is that we don't trust her and we don't really think she's going to fit in well with us. Yes, it was a long time ago, 
But some of that resentment is still there. Also, she is still single and in much better shape than the rest of us who've had several children. We are afraid that our husbands will see her and have flashbacks of how she was in high school and college. Uh, my husband saw a photo of her on Facebook and said he couldn't believe how good she still looks. I'm not sure why he was comfortable enough to tell me that, but it really put me on edge. I called my best girlfriend and told her that I don't think we should bring this woman into our close-knit group. She agreed. Do you think we're being overly sensitive about this? No. Nope. I don't think you're being overly sensitive at all. I think you're right on point. I think you have a reason to be concerned about girlfriend. Uh, this woman, uh, the cookie lady, as you call her, uh, has slept with all of your husbands. They weren't your husbands then, but, uh, you know, that was a long time ago. But the thought of it probably still pains you a little bit or something. You, you still feel some kind of way about it. Uh, and, you know, this woman could be trouble. She could be trouble. You don't know. Can people change? Yes, absolutely they can change. Most definitely. Did she change? We don't know. Who knows if she's changed or not? But there is a reason you don't trust her. Um, I, I, I think I would take this as a wake-up call, though. I really would. Uh, I'm switching gears here a little bit. I, I would take this as a wake-up wake call because your husband, you said in the letter, commented when you showed him a picture of her on Facebook that she still looks good. And he felt very comfortable saying that to you. Hmm, red flag. So she's in great shape, you're saying, and you guys aren't because you've had children, um, you know, which means that your friends aren't in good shape either. They've had children too, and you said several. So I think what you and your girls could do and maybe should do instead of meeting to drink, you know, with the whole group, drink and eat, maybe just the ladies could start like a diet club, start working out uh -oh. together. Okay, you know? all right now. I'm going to remember that comment right there. Okay, <laughs> that, I mean, me maybe you guys down. could. Uh-uh, hell no. Shut it down. And, and uh, you know, so I, I think maybe to something like this, you, you ladies can invite the cookie lady, uh, you know, to join you for something like that. Just the girls, just the ladies. No men, no husbands. This way, I think you ladies will have a chance to meet with her, feel her out, you know, see if, if she's changed, see if you guys want to take it any further with her. If you, in the, in the future, do want to bring her around your husband. You got to see. People do change, but I think, you know, if you're feeling not so good about the way you look because of what your husband said about her, that's a good time to meet up and do something about it. Steve? Well, normally I don't start at the back of the letter, but that's where, Shirley, you started, so I feel compelled to do the same thing. <laughs> Okay. After this whole letter, the question is, do you think we're being overly sensitive about this? No. Now, why do I think you're not being overly sensitive? Three things. I think y'all scared. I think y'all should be scared. And I think she could have changed, but your husbands ain't interested in change. Now, let us begin with the letter. 43, went to college with this girl. You get together with all your friends y'all went to school with during the quarantine every Friday. Y'all having a good time. About a month ago, another girl went to high school with y'all moved back into town. Here she come. But it's just one problem. She has slept with all our husbands. Yes, all of them. 
Well, damn, how many of y'all is it? Because that, that ain't got a number. All of them. Every last one of them. We need to do some testing in this little group here. That's what we need to do. We need to do some damn testing in this little group right here. Ain't y'all been extra friendly? Yeah, 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 lady. I know you didn't think the letter was going to go like this, but I just want to throw that out. This girl was very promiscuous in high school. Was known for being that girl that all the guys went to for some easy cooking. Everybody? Mm. She even gave the cookie away when she was in college. Oh, mm. so then what she do? Well, hold, hold on, hold on. And I blame she, you for she, even... she the stadium, con- you know, <laughs> concessions lady. <laughs> cookie hair, get your cookie, cookies hair. She I blame the you game. for even calling it the cookie in the first place with your book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, so don't go anywhere. Subject today of the Strawberry Letter, the cookie lady is back in town. Get your cookies here. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. The cookie lady is back in town. 43-year-old lady got a group of friends. They went to school together. They all get together once a week during this COVID to help with deal with the craziness. they all been quarantined, so everybody's safe. They feel comfortable with one another. Uh, they got about a month ago, another girl from their school uh, came back to town. But here's the problem. The girl is coming back to town to slept with all of the group's husbands. All of them. Ain't missing. No damn body. Clean sweep. <laughs> Total buyout. Total buyout. Everybody. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Cookies, cookies, cookies. Everybody. She just come out the castle and blow the trumpet. <laughs> cookies, hell. You are crazy. <laughs> She even gave the cookie away when she was in college. Now, you and the group is concerned, and rightfully so, because she done reached out and said she would love to be in on our weekly gatherings. How'd she find out about the gatherings? Mm. Uh-oh. For Uh-oh. her to just come back into town for a month and find out about these weekly gatherings, <gasps> maybe one of your husbands uh-huh. said, you know what, they, they get together every Friday. Mm-hmm. Because if y'all surprised about it, where, should, where did they get the information? Unless y'all small-ass town is really, really small. Now, this whole group has been affiliated with one another. First thing we need to do, we need some testing done in this group. <laughs> Let's just go back over there. We need some damn testing going on in this what damn group though? right what here. Can? And it ain't COVID. <laughs> we ain't even talking it. about COVID. We need to get some testing done. <laughs> All right, now, the problem is that we don't trust her and we really don't think she's going to fit in well with us. <laughs> oh, you don't think she'll fit in well with y'all, but you ain't asked y'all's husbands, though. <laughs> See what they think. Why? You know, so now, here we go. People change. Things change. Oh. <laughs> okay. Now, she done slept with all y'all's men. Times have changed. It was a long time ago. But some of that resentment is there. 
Mm-hmm. Also, now here we go. She's still single and in much better shape than the rest of us who've had several children. <laughs> here go the damn problem uh-huh. right here. I knew you were going to say that. She's still banging. <laughs> oh, she fine. Now, Shirley surprised me with her answer. Talking about since y'all get together every Friday and y'all are a little worried because she's still fine. Shirley did what calling them won't let me ever do. <laughs> I can't fat shame nobody. I get called out. Oh, but now you talking about instead of sitting around drinking, why don't y'all's ass get together and eat the right damn foods? I did not instead say Instead of drinking, why don't y'all have celery juice and chew on some <laughs> carrots or something and try to get some of that weight off y'all's ass Instead of sitting over here, now here come this little fine little smoking ass thing that your husband saw on Facebook and had the nerve to tell you he couldn't believe how good she still looked. Don't let this girl in your group. The cookie lady. (laughs) She can't get in this group. This a problem. She's a Facebook problem. Now, you don't think your husband said to the other husband, man, you seen so and so? Girl, you need to see this thing right here. She still got it. Now, Shirley said, now, first of all, your husband is stupid. Let me just explain yes. something to you. Yes, he your is. husband is Thank the biggest you. damn idiot that I've ever seen. Now, y'all gonna let her little skinny ass in the group still <laughs> fine, still banging. She's single. She ain't gave birth to no kids. Now, here she comes. I don't think we have a solution to this letter, except you can't let her banging ass back in this group. You called your girlfriend and you told her you don't think that, and your girlfriend agreed because she looked her up on Facebook, too, and said, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Do you think we're being overly sensitive? No, I don't. Mm -mm, They're not. Now, do people change? Yes, they change. Mm -hmm. And obviously, she has changed for the better. Because when a woman get in her 40s and still holding it together, that's a bad chick right there. And if they get in their 50s and still holding it together, that's a bad chick right there. Yeah, see, because the chances of everybody holding it together in their 40s and 50s get slimmer and slimmer. So now you're going to invite invite the fat person to the the pie-eating contest. And how you think that's going to work out? This is a sad thing. <laughs> it is not. Yes, it's it not is. gloom and doom. Steve. Yes, it is. Because Shirley, and according to Shirley, it is gloom and doom. And all this happy hour y'all having, start bringing celery to these happy hours, as Shirley suggested. <laughs> Eat, they can use you could have had a V8 instead of that damn margarita. <laughs> they got skinny margarita. <laughs> Take a picture of that girl off of Facebook and bring it to the next meeting, and y'all ass quit eating. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry she Letter. She's back, and, and the fellas know it. The cookie lady. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, Steve. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it is tax day, people. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today is July 15th, tax day. 
Today is the extended deadline to file your taxes. The government pushed back the April 15th tax date due to the pandemic. So if you owe money for the 2019 tax year, today is the day you must pay it back by 11.59 p.m. tonight, okay? However, if you're getting a tax refund, you need to get busy today filing your taxes and wait for your refund check to arrive by mail or by direct deposit. Uh, Please make sure you talk to a tax expert today if you can and get advice on what you can do if you can't pay or go to the uh, irs.gov, okay? If you can't pay, just go to the irs.gov. And Steve, we have our very own expert. Yeah, if you can't pay, get your ass out the country. (laughs) That's your advice. Listen to me. If you can't pay, leave now. Get your ass out the country. While it, while it, while it's a lot of tension well, on COVID and stuff, get your well, ass out. <laughs> get and, let, and you got to go somewhere where where he, where they where they ban and travel. Go to a country where this president <laughs> has banned travel. He ain't let nobody in the back in out of Mexico. You can go there. But they banning us now, Steve. Yeah. You can't go to Canada. That's why I'm eat. saying, man. You gonna really you gonna have to swim somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You got to get your ass out the United States. Cause You're listen so crazy. to me, you get your swimming game up. Pay them damn taxes. Yeah, you cannot pay Macy's. Mm. Uh-huh. You ain't got to send American Express their money. But who do you have? You to damn pay? sure ain't got to pay Sears, cause they about damn near gone anywhere. And I used to Jeez. tell people, if you ain't, if you owe Sears, don't worry about it, cause Walmart is squalling their ass. So don't even worry about that. <laughs> But let me tell you something about this damn government. You has got to pay the government these damn taxes. Get your ass out of the United States. Find somebody that's taking flights and then fly from there. Mm. Now, I don't know how this is going to work for you. That advice. I recommend China. China. Because he's starting to be pissed off with China. So you want to go somewhere where this ignorant president is pissed off. China. She stay low on the radar. China. China. Now, let me tell you, if you black, they're going to know you're there. You're going to stick out like a soul thumb. I'm telling you. So, and if you can't go to China. <laughs> you're crazy. My suggestion is Siberia. Because, you know, Russia. he like Putin. He liked Putin, and well, he's scared he of Putin. Did he pay his taxes? That's did what I was just thinking taxes? about, Carla. Did he no, pay his No, he don't pay his taxes. He's the president. But if he don't win this election, they got his ass in here. <laughs> New York is waiting. <laughs> yeah, he going to get right, on a Trump plane and have to fly somewhere. And so go your with advice him. is to pay your taxes or get, go out, or get, out, get out, out, out of the country. country. Get out now. <laughs> you have to learn right. how to swim. Listen, yeah. coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of this foolishness on the Steve Harvey Morning Show right Cuba. after this. Go to Cuba. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Will and Jada are still trending big time, according to People Magazine. Oh, uh, Will and Jada. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Come well, on now. Here it is. They've returned to L.A. They were on vacation together in the Bahamas. Yes, I said together in the Bahamas. People can confirm. Uh, they traveled to the Caribbean islands last week prior to Friday's release of, you know, the bombshell Red Table Talk. We've been talking about it. Uh, the episode in which Jada... Uh, revealed that she had a romance with uh, August Alsina. She's 48 uh, or 49. He's 27 now. 
while she and Will were going through a temporary separation. Of course, Jada said she didn't know it was temporary at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prior to the Red Table Talk episode, August revealed his feelings for Jada in a podcast interview, and he said that I truly and really, really deeply love and have a ton of love for her. Can I I, I say something? Yes. Sure, Uh, please. Just after just a second story today. I want to send this message out to black people. Stay your ass off a podcast. (laughs) I don't give a damn who show it is. Stay your ass off a podcast. August, Nick, everybody on podcast. Shut your damn mouth on these podcasts. Yeah, you can't. Okay, now go ahead, Shirley. I'm sorry. All right, well, yeah, August, young August Alcina said he truly and really, really deeply loved her and has a ton of love for her. He said he devoted himself to it. I gave my full self to it so much to the point that I can die right now and be okay with knowing that I truly gave myself to someone. Boy, boy, listen to me. That's That's all that is. Thank you, Tom. No, that's not. That's whipped, Shirley. That ain't love. It That's sounds quick. very romantic. No, no, it's not. It's just not romantic. This boy. To a woman, it, it is. Out. No, it, t- it that's, sounds uh, that's, turnt. He's whipped. This yeah. is a totally whipped statement. You if I die right love. now, uh-huh. if I die right now, I'm all right with that. What? I didn't say, because I, didn't I truly enough. gave myself to somebody. You're that's 27. What, what the hell are you leaving here for now? <laughs> you ain't even 50. You ain't even had the fun you gonna have. You ain't made the money you gonna make. This is a whipped statement. Same what love. Do to that boy. I truly and really, really deeply love and have a ton of love for her. Ton. That's, that's love. Ton. That's a whipping. Ton is the whip word in there. Ton of. Uh huh. Oh, wow. I have a ton of love. So he was sprung. So he sprung. Was that's what they're saying. No, yeah. I say it's romantic out. and truly love. No, it's real not, love. Shirley. Every man knows Just because he's 27 is. doesn't mean he can't feel real love. Them is the ages. <laughs> That's the target zone for sprung whipped. Aww, I dated an so older romantic. chick when I was 20, 20 years old. Lord How Jesus. Old? How much older? she do to you? How old was she? How much yeah. older? About 31. <gasps> oh, yeah. 11 years. Oh, you got to do it there. But I'm telling you. You wasn't no good, you, was you? Boy, let me tell you something. I rode a bike to her house with my car broke. <laughs> you, you don't even understand. But you were 20, and, and the bike is supposed to be over at about 17. Uh-huh. It's Tommy, to out. Tommy, I had a bike that I had, but my car went down. I rode a bike 11 miles to her house. <laughs> what did she do to you? Oh, my with goodness. With a members-only jacket on. And when I got there, everything on me was wet. That's tour. That's tour to Cleveland is what that's called. Boy, boy, straight whipped. <laughs> so it always Cleveland. comes from an older woman. Is that what you're saying? Not when saying you're young that. like that, because you can but be I'm sprung just... off of a woman your own, your yes, age you can. when you're yeah, young, young too. and yes, in you love. Can. It happens yes, all the time. Yeah. But yeah. when she older, you don't stand a chance. <laughs> George Michaels wrote a song about it. <laughs> Teacher, <laughs> there are things that I still have to learn. 
<laughs> All right, uh, coming. Sing us out, Steve. Sing us on out, Steve. Turn, turn us out. <laughs> coming up more turn us out. of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Look at this fool face. <laughs> Okay, you want us to set it up? You ready? Hold you! Let him use you. All right, Steve couldn't let the song go. (laughs) By George Michael, so he's just going to do a little bit of it. (laughs) Come on, Steve, we own. He's into it. You know how he is. Look at his face. Goodbye. And, and no. you're singing this about an older woman. <laughs> this is older. I'm finna. Well, you sprung. He was 20 and she was 31 and he rode his bike over now. to her house. You don't know what this song means. I, I know what this boy listen. August going through. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Come on. I've been there. Tommy, I didn't you... feel the danger. Uh-oh. Good time. Now I feel the heat. You don't know <laughs> how hot it is till you go over there. Wow. That look in your eyes that you done had for 40 some years. <laughs> we got to go crazy, people. <laughs> you know, I'm going to walk by that window looking at that damn tennis bracelet. $114? <laughs> Coming up, we'll have more. <laughs> on Eight the Steve diamond Morning chips show. in it. 33 mm. minutes after the hour. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, wow. Nick Cannon has come under fire after a conversation on his podcast, Cannon's Class, uh, was deemed to contain racist and anti-Semitic language. Um, The June 30th episode, which was flagged by a Jewish blogger on Sunday, contained a 90-minute interview between Nick and former Public Enemy member Richard Griffin, best known by his stage name, Professor Griff. In the interview, uh, Nick made comments that were said to spread views of anti-Semitism. Nick was dropped by media giant Viacom CBS on Tuesday. Uh, They said in a statement, Viacom CBS condemns bigotry of any kind, and we categorically denounce all forms of anti-Semitism. We have spoken with Nick Cannon about an episode of his podcast, Cannon's Class, on YouTube, which promoted hateful speech and spread anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Nick uh, is tweeted, and uh, he posted a statement as well. I Wow. What did Nick say? This is this is kind of he said um, anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart nor malice intentions. I do not condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric. We are living in a time when it is more important than ever to promote unity and understanding. That's what Nick said. In part. Yeah. Because yeah, he tweeted. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know, it's 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 tough to watch uh, people's careers taken from them when they make yeah. cancel a mistake. culture. It's what we're living and, in, and um, mm-hmm. it's it's hard, man. One one line, and I, and and trust me, I don't even know what he said. I do not even know what the comment is. I'm just making a comment saying, 
it's tough, man, to watch people's whole career get taken away when they make a mistake. And I do know Nick. I do not know him to be a hateful person in any way. Right. He's, he's always been one of the coolest dudes, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know what was said, but at then, we also live in a climate, man, where everybody's on their toes right now. And I. And you have to learn in this business and any business that anti-Semitic rhetoric, because they have watchdog, and rightfully so. I wish black people monitored our culture the same way. Come on. Come I'm on. telling you, man, because we don't. Say that again, Steve. Say that again. I wish black people monitored our culture the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. If we had watchdogs, every time somebody called one of our women out their name mm-hmm. or said in the a N-word. damn song or anything. Yeah. All right, coming up, it'll be our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. And Steve Harvey will have some very enlightening closing remarks for us coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, last break of the day, guys, on this Wednesday. Whew, what a day. Now, this really has been a morning. <laughs> yeah, a lot I mean, of really, stuff. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of information. Yes, yes. Portia Williams getting arrested. Uh, you know, being Nick in Cannon. Kentucky, you know. Nick Cannon, man. Yeah, Nick Cannon story. Wow, a lot of stuff going on this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll keep you informed as we always do. We try to do that. And keep then there's the, the pandemic. And then yeah. there's the... Of course, yeah. there's that. But then yeah. there's that with the president. <laughs> yeah. Then we got to remember to vote and yeah. take it very seriously. Very, very seriously. This might be the most important election we've ever <laughs> had. You know, yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Might be. You might be right about that. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, be more important, more important than Obama, and I thought that was. It. Well, yeah. 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 We thought we'd never see that. Yeah. Yeah, in our yeah, lifetime, because look, yeah. our parents and grandparents, a lot of them didn't get a chance to see right. it. Never thought it would be. I was glad my daddy saw that. I yeah. Really good. My, me, my I mom as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Moment of pride. All right. For it, sure. It, you ready, Steve? And what's crazy yeah, is, is my son... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say my son is nine. That's the first thing he saw. Yeah. My daughter, too. Yeah. Tasha you know was what I'm born saying? in 08. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. They don't first know thing. that it's not possible. They oh, don't even God. know how big of a deal it is. Which is exactly. so beautiful. Which is so right. Which is really yeah. beautiful. And we, yeah. and we have to continue this, too, because... Look, let me just say this, because, you know, for Carla's daughter, for Tommy's son... For my grandchildren, um, they are growing up in some different times than it was for us. We have an opportunity here to shape a different world for them than the one we had to grow up in. I I didn't really grow up in great times, to be honest with you. Uh, it's 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 been a dog fight and a struggle the entire time for me. But guess what? It ain't just been for Steve Harvey. It's been for every other person of color that has been here. But life is a struggle for everybody, no matter what color or religion or faith or creed or nationality you belong to. Life is tough. Now, you couple that and become victims of oppression and racism, and boy, you got a, you got a hell of a fight on your hands now. 
And that's what Black Lives Matter is saying. Now, we're not saying that other people's lives don't matter because we do respect and honor that. All lives matter. But what Black Lives Matter is really saying is, can our lives count exactly the same way yours does? Do we not have that right as Americans? So what I'm saying with this Black Lives Matter movement is that I want to extend it to the polls. Because see, if you go to the polls, Black Lives Matter, you get a chance to show the world who we are, that we are relevant, that we are significant, that we are important, that we are an integral part of the fiber of this country. Listen, here is a truth and a fact. If it was not for slavery, this country you see it today would not be the country it is today, not the greatness in it. Slavery built this country. Slavery paid the ultimate cost for this country to thrive and have the financial foothold that it had because of the millions and millions of people that were bought here for free labor. That's a fact. That's not a racial statement. That's a fact, period. No one can argue that fact right there. Now that we are beyond the slavery years and we are dealing and grappling with the oppressionary measures that are, came behind slavery, which does exist, systemic racism, the judicial system, the laws, the redlining, all of this and all of that. Going to the polls is a way to show it. I'm just going to keep saying this to us so we understand how really important we are. Every single politician covets the black vote, with the exception of David Duke. There are some people who don't covet your vote, who don't care if you know they exist or not, and you can hear it in their rhetoric. We have been hearing it for four years from the president of this United States. His newest comment that while we keep talking about this, white people are killed by police too. See, once again, Mr. President, you keep missing what the Black Lives Matter movement is about. It's about can our lives count the same way as everybody else's lives? We don't want to be treated. We don't want to be given preferential treatment. We want to get the same treatment as everybody else. But if we go to the polls, y'all, and we show up in the numbers that we have in this country, we can affect an election. We can change the outcome of election. And what greater statement could Black Lives Matter than to show when Black Lives vote, you better know we matter now because we can determine whether you are in office or out of office. And that affects policy and everything else. And I just got to tell you, man, listen to me, folks. We cannot take four more years of this because if this man is not faced with the have to get reelected part of it, you're going to see some real damage done to this country in terms of race relations. And we may not recover for that for a long, long time. We have got to vote. Those are my closing remarks and going to be my closing remarks until election day. V-O-T-E. Vote. Okay.
O U T. We out. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.